this episode is brought to you by my free What's Working Guide. If you want to download some tips on what is working right now in 2022 from both myself and other real-life indoor playground owners who are currently working to launch or grow their business, head to michellecaruana.com slash what's working or simply click the link in the show notes or episode description. You'll get the free tips delivered right to your inbox. Download my What's Working Guide right now. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. All right, so this is going to be one of my longer episodes, but I feel really good about it and I feel really proud. So in part one of this episode series, I gave you a really good reason about why your indoor playground needs a cafe. And in this episode, I'm going to really elaborate on that. And As I was putting this episode together, I literally felt like I was preparing for a trial or something. And maybe I listened to way too much true crime content, but I feel really good about my case. And if you aren't yet convinced from yesterday's episode that your indoor playground needs a cafe, not just to survive and scrape by, but really to thrive and to provide yourself that life that you dreamed of when you launched this business. So If you're not yet convinced, I really hope this episode does it. And if you already have a cafe, I still want you to listen to this entire episode because it may give you some brand new, fresh ideas of how you can really maximize your cafe and get as much revenue as possible from it. All right, so this is the second reason that your indoor playground needs a cafe. Number one was back in yesterday's episode. So again, go back and listen to to that if you haven't. So number two. Startup costs will be lower than you think. So as I mentioned in part one of this episode, startup costs for my cafe equipment was around $7,000. But I really felt like this line item, the cost, deserved its own number because I wanted to elaborate on it a little bit more. So in the next few episodes, I'm going to share some cafe-related tips both from a former Starbucks manager turned play cafe owner and current Play Cafe owners in Playmaker Society, and they all agree on this one thing. It's okay to start simple and expand from there, and that's one of the reasons why you can start with really conservative startup costs. So I mentioned in yesterday's episode that we purchased a fairly basic yet commercial espresso machine for around $4,000, and honestly, it served us really well. We started with a very Again, um, a very simple espresso-based menu, and here's the thing. (laughs) I did make plenty of mistakes when I was doing this. So, for example, at one point, I bought a really expensive commercial blender and tried making blended frozen drinks and smoothies before just deciding that it wasn't a good fit. But I was able to sell that blender for nearly what I paid for it, and guess what? We bounced right back. So again, as I mentioned, you'll soon hear from Play Cafe owners that have been slowly expanding and tweaking their menu for years. So if adding a cafe to your business seems expensive or even just overwhelming, remember it's okay to start small and make that small investment and then, like I said, expand on it. 
Remember, when it comes down to it, as long as you have a way to make drip coffee and a way to make espresso and steam milk, you're off to a great start. Just with those two things, these two pieces of equipment, even without an espresso grinder or anything like that, any of that fancy stuff, you can already make coffees, red eyes, Americanos, lattes, macchiatos. There are so many menu items that can be made with these two base items. So drip coffee, espresso, and of course steamed milk because no espresso machine typically comes without a milk steamer, not a commercial grade one anyways. And usually with a commercial coffee maker, you also have a hot water hookup directly into your plumbing, meaning you can easily make that hot tea and cider, some of our most popular and highest profit margin items that we had. And each of these take less than one minute to make, like probably even 15 seconds or less. So just go into these next few episodes with an open mind because it's actually it's actually much easier and cheaper than you think. And yes, you can open a cafe with zero coffee experience, even if you don't drink coffee yourself. But again, more about that in Friday's episode coming up. So please feel free to tune into that. All right, so number three reason why your indoor playground needs a cafe. You can increase the amount of money you make every single time someone comes in. So even though the pandemic is slowing down and people are feeling much more comfortable gathering in indoor spaces, I believe the pandemic has really changed how people use play spaces for the long term. We as owners can't rely on maximum volume anymore or selling hundreds and hundreds of play passes per day. It's just not a viable model. And as an owner, you likely already know. It takes work getting someone new in the door. You need to post on social media, run ads, be consistent with all of this, and maybe you blog or go live or share share reels or TikToks. So wouldn't you rather just pause for a second and focus on better serving the customers who are already walking through your doors without any extra work instead of always hustling to find more and more and more customers? When you have a cafe, even a basic one, again, with just coffee and espresso, you now have a way to increase the transaction value of every single family that's already visiting you. We found that over two-thirds of parents that came into our facility added on between one and three menu items during their visit, more than doubling the amount that they were spending with us. And again, these are people already coming through our doors. It doesn't cost us anything in terms of advertising to double that spend. Just a friendly and informed staff member to walk them through the offerings. This is incredibly valuable for businesses who are infamously difficult to operate like play cafes. And as I will go through later on in this episode, it isn't just about increasing the transaction value for each customer during open play. It's during parties, classes, events, and every single time you open your doors to people into your space. All right, reason number four, it elevates your customer's experience. Now, sales are great, yes, because as I always say, even if owning your play space is a quote-unquote labor of love, it is still a business with bills. And adding a cafe can do more for you than just increasing your revenue and your profits. And I'm not suggesting per my last item that you should be treating your existing customers like some sort of walking ATM or wallet that we want to drain of all their hard-earned cash, right? We're not these greedy, sleazy business owners. No. 
adding a cafe can actually allow you to serve your customers at a higher level. And here's the thing, they'll likely thank you for it. Because here's the reality, parents and caregivers drink coffee. They are already spending money on teas, coffees, lattes, smoothies, all of these things, but they're probably stopping elsewhere, either on the way to you or on the way home. By adding these offerings that we know caregivers are likely interested in, we are simplifying their routine and we're providing them with convenience, which is so valuable to people with little children, whether they're parents, grandparents, caregivers, anyone that falls into that realm. Now, they don't even need to make coffee at home, right? If you offer them a cafe, if let's say, you know, a parent wakes up, they're thinking about maybe visiting your cafe, but their toddler is screaming and they're already starting to tear up the living room by 8 a.m. And this, this parent just wants to rush out of the house for a change of scenery. Now they don't have to worry about grabbing their to-go cup and putting the coffee in the coffee maker and all of that stuff. And they don't need to wait in the crazy Starbucks line. And they don't need to chug their drink before entering your play space because you don't allow food and drink. And that, by the way, can start their experience off on a negative note, which we never want. We don't want someone feeling rushed or overwhelmed or flustered before they even walk into our door. Now people can just come as they are and enjoy something nice for themselves while their children play and have a great time. And next time they book or attend a party, they can arrive knowing that they'll be able to mingle and chat with other parents while sipping a delicious hot latte that they don't have to think about beforehand. And that Easter icon or event or art class they just registered their kids for, it's going to be that much more enjoyable for them because there will be unlimited coffee there because now you have this asset that you can use to really beef up your event and class offerings, which we will talk about. Trust me, your customers will appreciate just having this option. And if they don't take you up on it, that's fine. They'll just be one of the three customers that chooses not to add cafe items to their order. That's totally okay. We're not forcing this down their throats. It's not like it's all of a sudden required that they need to spend money at the cafe. But we as business owners really need to stop thinking of upselling or increasing transaction value as inherently bad or like I said, a greedy sales tactic. We're simply offering an additional service or add-on as a convenience, and your customers can make the choice for themselves whether or not they're interested. But most of them will be interested, I promise you. All right, number five reason why your indoor playground needs a cafe is it's an inexpensive way to increase the value of any event or promotion. So I mentioned earlier in the episode that most owners, when they think about cafe sales, think of it just as a way to increase revenue during open play hours. But that's just a tiny fraction of the time a cafe can actually benefit your business and increase your overall bottom line. You can use your cafe offerings to increase the value of every single event or class you host, and you can charge more um, and elevate your guest experience. So we're having a win-win scenario here. So let's take that Easter egg hunt again, for example, this holiday event. You have options, right? A cafe gives you so many options, which are so valuable as owners. You can either add 2 to $5 to the ticket price and offer unlimited coffee and tea for your guests, which again, costs you just a few dollars total for the entire event. And you can end up making 60 extra dollars at least 
for every single event time slot. Because let's say you sell 30 tickets for each time slot. If you increase that price by $2, that's again, 60 extra dollars and not a whole lot of extra work. And you're elevating your guest experience, which will help them book again and again and again. You could also just not offer anything. So keep your ticket price the same and your offer the same. And I guarantee you, parents attending will purchase coffee and other cafe drinks, even if they're not included, allowing you to make either that additional $60 or in some cases, much, much more, especially if it's an event like an Easter egg hunt where there are a lot of adults in attendance. So both parents are attending, grandparents might be attending, things like that. These people are purchasing their tickets well in advance for this event. So it's much easier for them to justify spending that money in your cafe the day of because they don't feel that, you know, ache of, oh, I just spent $30. I don't want to spend another five, right? Because they're purchasing these weeks or months in advance. I promise you this works and it's going to make them have a better time. Let's just be honest. Okay. Parenting is hard. Caffeine and other just yummy drinks just make it better. <laughs> So if you were to head down to, let's say, your local cafe or Dunkin' Donuts or Tim Hortons and grab a cup cup of – or like a box of coffee and a stack of cups, I promise you, you will pretty much break even since that cafe has already worked their profit margin into what they charged you. And it won't even be fresh, and it's not going to give your customers that same elevated experience. And I want you to enjoy that profit, not Dunkin' Donuts, right? I want that profit to go into your pockets, and I want your guests to have the best time possible. Now, speaking of parties, Unlimited Coffee was our most popular add-on consistently over five years. We charged around $35 for this, and again, it cost us just a few extra dollars to execute. And once people saw that we were serving coffee, tons of guests decided to upgrade and instead order lattes and more specialty items, which they were happy to pay for themselves because they're already attending this party and having a nice meal paid for them. On average, having our cafe open during parties made us between 50 and 100 additional extra dollars per birthday party. And some were a lot more, again, some of those outliers. Part of this was due to the fact that we focused on first and second birthday parties, which always had way more adults than children who like to indulge in these specialty drinks. And another part of this was as soon as one parent ordered a really cool drink or a latte or something like that, it seemed like everyone rushed the counter and seemed to want one. And this is another example of increasing the revenue that you're making from people who you already worked to get in the door. Right? It's difficult to book out your party calendar. You probably spend money and time and effort on that. So why not deliver an amazing experience and offer them a nice, delightful drink to buy while they're there, increasing your revenue from what you're already doing? Many people don't think of these additional ways to make revenue from a cafe outside of open play. And even if you do pop-up events or vendor events or space rentals, Still keep your cafe open and have a staff member there because if adults are in attendance, I promise you they will spend money at the cafe and it's, again, just going to increase your overall revenue and help you pay your overhead costs, your operating costs, your owner's compensation, all that. All right, number six, why your indoor playground needs a cafe. A cafe gives you more options for bundles or add-ons. 
So back in episode 25 of this podcast, I gave you some ideas on how to bundle some different items and offerings together to create a flash sale that can generate a quick cash infusion up to $10,000 in your business if an unexpected bill comes up or if you just didn't have a great month and you just need that quick cash to cover rent or pay yourself, whatever the reason. And one of the tips I shared in episode 25 was that when you bundle items together, you really want to focus on high profit margin items, meaning things that cost you very little but are very valuable to your customers. Things like, you guessed it, cafe drinks. Adding a cafe is really an asset to your business and allows you to get really creative with your promotions. In about two more weeks, we are going to really dive into memberships and how to price memberships and how to increase your number of members. And as a little preview, one of my favorite ways to make a membership offer really valuable is to add member discounts for your cafe for all of the reasons that I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. By offering members free coffee or member pricing for lattes and specialty drinks, you're now able to provide them with, let's say, $2 of extra value every single time they come in. If they visit two or three times a week, that's 24-ish extra dollars in value that you're able to now provide them per month, and that will allow you to charge more while also making that membership look a whole lot more attractive and convenient and enticing. So let's say you have 50 members, and I really think that you should have around 100 members at any given time, but again, we'll talk about that when we get to that episode because it really depends on your business model and your space and your capacity and all that stuff, but let's just say you have really conservatively 50 members. If you increased your membership cost by even $20 per month by adding that member-only pricing or unlimited coffee, That's an additional $1,000 per month in membership sales. Again, from things that you're already doing, from members that you're already working to get. And here's the beauty of it. For people who choose coffee, so let's let's say you include coffee in your member price. Let's say for people who choose to just get the freebie and have coffee when they go there, that coffee's there anyways, right? Let's be really honest here. Chances are your staff dumps a ton of coffee when it gets stale or at the end of the day. So not only might this cost you a teeny tiny bit to offer your members free coffee, but it may actually cost you nothing and help you become less wasteful. Wasteful. (laughs) And let's say this member decides to upgrade and order a latte at, let's say, let's say it's members can choose from either free coffee or $2 off every latte. Right. So let's say they upgrade and order a latte and it costs them like $3. That staff member is there anyways getting paid regardless of if they make this extra purchase or not. And because these items are high profit margin, again, that's going to go mostly right to your profit, your other bills, your owner's compensation. Which brings me to my next point, talking about how that staff member was already there. They might as well make a latte, right? Number seven, and the final reason why your indoor playground business needs a cafe. Having a cafe allows you to make your staff more productive and contribute more to profit. So as I mentioned, your staff is already there and you're already paying them. A lot of people assume that when you add a cafe, you need to hire a ton of extra people and increase your payroll costs. But here's the thing. We aren't running crazy high volume coffee shops here. 
Chances are people aren't popping in on their way to work and they're not on a time crunch. When people come in and order a drink, they're planning on staying for a while, right? Because you're charging them to even be in the space in the form of a play, uh, play pass. So even if there's a little backup at check-in and it takes a barista 20 or 25 minutes to bring the drink over, it's really never a big deal. I promise you. We just make sure to let them know when they order it. Like, hey, I have a couple drinks ahead of you and I just want to make sure I get these people checked in. I'll bring your drink over when it's ready. Just be open and upfront about that. Chances are it takes people 20 minutes to get their kids' shoes off and their coats off and get them settled before even being able to sit down and enjoy their drink anyway. So it's actually probably better if you have that 20 or 30-minute gap period to allow them to get acclimated and settled because if you don't, their coffee or their latte is just going to get cold or if it's iced, it's just going to melt. And the same for parties. If a party is two hours long, I promise you people will be okay with waiting a few minutes for their latte. We successfully generated thousands of dollars per week in cafe revenue, only having one staff member on at most times, unless it was a break week or a birthday party because we always had two party hosts, but only one party host was really focused on the cafe. The other one was clearing plates and making sure you know everyone got food and things like that. So you don't have to add a ton of staff or a ton of payroll hours to operate a cafe. And our staff really didn't feel overworked, again, unless it was a break week or something like that, in which case we, of course, increased staff so that they wouldn't feel burnt out or overwhelmed. And we're also teaching them a new skill, right? We're training them. We're offering them different opportunities. We're offering them a way to shake up their day a little bit and be more dynamic. So... Just so you know, you can very likely operate a cafe while maintaining your current payroll budget and staffing plan. And sorry, I know I said that that was the last point, but I did jot down a little note as I was speaking. So this is the last one, I promise. But number eight reason why your indoor playground business needs a cafe is that it allows you to grow your email list and your business assets for free. So one last benefit I wanted to throw in, like I said, is that it gives you one more creative way to get new people in the door and grow your business assets like your email list. So back in episode one, I shared how we offered a free coffee coupon with the purchase of an open play pass in exchange for someone signing up to our email list and sharing their contact information. Not only does this cost us very little, it gets people into our space and to purchase an open play pass, which is also a very high profit margin item. And it gives us a chance to really wow them and share what an amazing part of the community our play area is. And yes, we can then follow up with them afterward via email and allow them to continue to be part of our world, whether that's through becoming a member, booking a birthday party, attending an event, or just popping in for open play every once in a while. Remember, I talk a lot about how important email marketing and email lists are to your business and how much you can increase sales and revenue just by growing your email list and communicating with them regularly with the people who actually sign up for your list. So this is just one really easy, really inexpensive way that you can take advantage of the strategy. So if you want to get more details on how you can make money while growing your email list by offering free coffee, go back and listen to the OG episode, episode one. Now, especially if you have been open a few years or have a lot of competition, you already know it can be tough to get new people into the door and it can be expensive to advertise. So 
Like I said, a free coffee has been the most effective and least expensive way I found to accomplish this and to really gain lifetime community members and customers. All right, so thank you so much for sticking with me throughout this longer than normal episode. I hope that I proved my case and I hope that you decide to add a cafe to your business, whether you are a prospective owner in the daydreaming phase or whether you've already been open for a couple years and are just wait, or, or are just excuse me, looking for a way to break through to that next revenue level. And if you're currently operating a, a cafe, I hope I gave you some ideas of how to really make the most out of it. So your play of the day is to really rework your business plan. Again, whether you're currently open or whether you are looking to open and rework the numbers with some of the examples I gave you. See if you can find that startup cost money and see how you can rework your party numbers and your open play numbers and see how you can increase your membership offer and your events and things like that and see what that looks like for your business. I promise you that additional profit will really open doors, not just for your business, but also for you as an owner. And it's going to give you a lot more freedom and it's going to give your customers, like I always say, a much better experience. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. The best way that you can show support for me or for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. I will be right back here tomorrow with another cafe-related play-based business tip, and I'm going to share some tips from a former Starbucks manager turned play cafe owner. And then in the next episode, I'm going to share some tips from current play cafe owners for those of you who are a little bit nervous to establish your cafe. All right, see you tomorrow.